Today it's all about debt. There's basically two types. You can have fixed debt or revolving debt. And we're going to explain what the difference is and why it's important for a real estate investor to know. As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money, but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate, but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step -step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli. Let's get started. Today is all about debt. And this is important not only as a real estate investor, but in general. Right now, we do have a lot of debt uh, floating around. And it's because banks and other uh, financial institutions are really making it so accessible. Even uh, new graduates from university, they have this promotion that they can get a credit card right away, even before they start earning money. This is to me a little bit of a mistake because it just gives you access to money that you don't have the ability to repay back. I'm gonna start with a little bit of a story because I think it is very relevant to the discussion about debt. And I have a client that has reconsolidated her debt and I'll be explaining what that means several times. And that has brought some relief temporarily. But in the long term, she basically is piling up that debt into her existing debt and it's not going anywhere. After a few years, again, she's in the same position. And she's asking me, well, I've done this in the past. Why is it not going away? There's two reasons. First of all, there is a lack of planning when it comes down to their lifestyle costs. The majority of people that use credit cards to kind of come cover the shortfall on their lifestyle costs, they will continue to add to their debt because the shortfall is already there to begin with. So that is very important. First of all, you need to know what your lifestyle cost is and be without that amount in order for you not to accumulate debt. So that is super important. I've seen this quite often with people that are self-employed, especially because the income fluctuates quite a bit. So that it comes down to a cash flow analysis and make sure that that is taken care of. So then you're not going into a shortfall and then use credit card and then don't repay it. Another reason that people get into that is also because there's something that happened. Either they lost their job and they have certain financial responsibilities that are not covered by that, or just simply 
they fall sick and now they cannot work and therefore the money stops coming in into the house but unfortunately the bills keep coming to you it, there, there's no stopping them right so a little bit of planning really takes you a long way but today the difference between the two debts that we have is a fixed debt or a revolving debt and fixed debt is something that you know that you're familiar with it's either a mortgage a car loan a student loan or a personal loan and if this particular loan it's a fix it's fixed you know exactly when you're going to be paying your debt it could be a five year 10 years 25 35 years it's already decided and also the payment so you have a set payment and a set amount of time or number of payments that you need to make in order for that loan to be completely paid off also for this particular one you will have a set amount that was is going to be given to you at the time that you apply and qualify for the loan in this case let's say that you apply for ten thousand dollars to buy a car the, the financial institution will give you a check or will transfer the amount to your account for the ten thousand dollars and starting from there the following month you will have a monthly payment and continue on and depending on the amount of time that you decided to take that loan that's how long it's going to be cars they're usually three five seven years and that'll be your payment for seven years you'll know you'll be done but after you're done that credit is done you will have to reapply it again if you want to get another loan like that so with revolving debt most people know what they are either they're credit cards lines of credits or home equity lines of credits which is a HELOC as short and this one's what they do is when you qualify for that type of loan they will give you a limit you don't necessarily have to use all the money at once in order for you to be approved you have already been approved for ten thousand dollars and that means that maybe this month you don't use it, but next month maybe you need to pay for repairing your car or maybe you want to buy groceries. So as soon as you repay back what you use that month, if possible, you need to try to pay the credit card every month to avoid excessive interest. But if you're not able to do it, then that interest will accumulate. But as soon as you repay back, then that credit is available to you again. You don't have to reapply for the same amount. So you use it, you pay it back, and the credit is already there. Another difference as well between the fix and revolving is that the fix is normally they will give you the amount of interest that you're going to be paid. Four, five, three, two percent and it's all good for the life of that for the life of the loan for revolving debt what happens is now you have an interest that may fluctuate the majority of credit cards they tell you that in the little fine print that the interest can change depending on the prime rate 
Some of them, they tell you upfront that it's prime rate plus certain amount of points, which it'll make it into a different interest rate. And most credit cards, they usually have 17 to maybe 24%, which is quite a lot. Um, I have made a video in regards to what it actually costs you to use the rule of 72 on debt versus on accumulated assets. And I really encourage you to, to go watch that. We're not gonna go into that specifics here, but you know that the higher the interest, the more it's gonna cost you. In some cases, what people do is they actually have a fixed loan instead of using a line of credit or credit card. The reason is because in the long term, the interest that you will pay on a fixed loan will be less than what you pay on revolving debt because the interest is calculated in a different manner. The interest is calculated up front on a fixed loan and you'll know exactly how much it will cost you at the end of it. There is no change. In some cases, they allow you to make extra payments, but you cannot just pay what you want. There is a fixed set uh, payment. Maybe you can add something, but not make it less than what it's already set. Versus revolving debt or credit cards or line of credits, we have the ability and the flexibility to pay the minimum payment or to pay more. And I think that is the reason why people get into trouble with credit cards because they know that the minimum payment is something very small. Depending on how much you've used your credit card, it could be as low as $10. And that sounds very appealing to people. However, if you continue to have a balance in a credit card, this will continue to accelerate because the interest rate is not calculated up front is calculated daily according to the balance that you have in there. And the same I have in my course, exactly details on how you calculate that. It is important to understand what it actually costs to have debt. And to, in order to manage your finances properly, continue to remove that from your life. And I know it's hard because we are used to it. The society that we live in right now is just so used to having debt that it's not possible to remove it altogether. But we need to try it and with a plan in place, I think that's the solution for most people. As a summary, we need to look at the type of debt that we're incurring, especially as a real estate investor. Some investors may want to use their line of credits or their home equity lines of credits in order to purchase property. However, this is revolving debt as we discuss, and it will create a little bit more interest than if you would actually get it into a fixed loan. So depending on the transaction, and I believe that it's very a good option to use your home equity line of credit to buy a property, do the repairs, and just flip it. Because it's easy, you can repay that in a short amount of time. 
but if you're going to be buying a property that is buy and hold it might be advisable that you convert that home equity line of credit into a fixed debt after you have that set up that's all for today and we will see you soon thank you for being here on the show please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available and if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com thank you